0: Today, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP 01005. Thank you, Sarah. Yes, standing here with Tim Lamb. He's just walked out of a meeting that's just been done. Josh Shackey, the former top 10 pick, is now off to the Melbourne Football Club. Tim, take us through this deal, please.
0: Um, Yeah, Josh, it was basically um, revolved around Sam Wiedemann's desire to move to Essendon. And um, Sam actually came to us late last week, last Thursday, um, and said that he'd um, like to seek a trade for more opportunity. Um, So we had a strong discussion around that internally. And part of our strategy was that we would facilitate that for Sam as long as we could replace, um, replace Sam on the list with a similar type player Um, Josh is someone obviously that we've known for a long time, they're in the same draft class, I think Josh was picked two and Sammy was picked nine I think that year. Um, So we were able to facilitate the Sam going to Essendon as long as um, we could get Josh across the line to come to us and yeah that was able to happen for us so we're
1: pretty happy with that result. As you mentioned Sam Wiedemann, the paperwork went through a little bit earlier in the day. You you were happy to let him go to Essendon, he had a contract for next year, tell us about
0: that transaction. yeah, again, it was driven by, by Sam, and you know, Sam's an outstanding young man, and we've known him a long time, obviously. And um, he was a bit frustrated at the lack of opportunity, and I think Essendon have um, given him a, a, a what he thinks is more of a chance to play senior footy. And as I said, if we were able to replace Sam, then we were going to be able to help facilitate facilitate that for him. So we sort of had to wait till we had Josh um, on on the line to to make sure we could do that. We were happy
1: to happy to do so. Let's go back to the desk. Cal Toomey. Tim, when did you first chat with Josh Shackey? Because you mentioned Sam Weidemann come up late last week. Was that when the next couple of days played out that the Shackey became an option for you?
0: Yep, that's exactly right, Sam. So we didn't we spoke with Josh on Sunday.
1: And he was pretty happy straight away to, to make the move. Obviously, it was without the contract at the Western Bulldogs. So what sort of role do you sort of see for him?
0: Yeah, we see, you know, Josh is a player with great versatility. He's 200 centimetres. He's an elite runner. Uh, really well skilled, can play forward, ruck, back, so he's really versatile um, so we've also lost, you know, with Mitch Brown retiring and Majak Door retiring, we've lost a little bit of um, depth, I suppose, in our tools department, um, so we're really, cl- really, uh, we're really clear with Sam from the start that if we're able to do that there was two things to that, we need to be able to replace him and we want to improve our position in the draft um, so with being able to end up with pick 37, we're back in the second round of the draft this year uh, on the back of Sam leaving, so that, that's a great result for the club. Completed a couple of deals in the last 48 hours as well. You got Brodie Grundy over the line yesterday. Talk us through negotiations there. Pick 27 you ultimately parted with. Yeah, and that was uh, Graham Wright and I had been speaking for a little while around Brodie, and I think uh, when, you, when you talk about that, we had an agreement you know, from our first meeting that we'd both deal really respectfully and keep Brodie in mind and that we'd actually work together to facilitate that, so there was never any you know, argy-bargy or, you know, we won't do this or we won't do that. So it was, it was pretty simple. We had an idea of what Brodie was worth and, and Collingwood did as well and we were, we were able to get that done. So it was great to, great to get him to the club.
1: Yesterday he said he's, he's ready to chase the new dream. He's mm. had the, the previous <laughs> dream, he's ready to chase the new dream. How did you sell him the dream? Because there was competition for him. It's not as if he just turned left on Olympic Boulevard. <laughs> 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 yeah, we're just up
0: the road, so <laughs> I don't even think he has to change car parks, but... Um, no, there was. There was significant interest from multiple clubs in Brodie. He, d- he didn't just meet with us. Um, he, he met with a number of others. Um, our philosophy was when we were, you know, we were starting to get quite concerned about uh, Luke. Um, so uh, we're really wedded to the, to the two-ruck option, the coach and, and the footy department. We think that's the way to go for us. So when we when we met with Brody, with Brody, I've done it again, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we've Very done gross. it. Brody, <laughs> that's going to that's going to stick now. Isn't it? Um, so when we met with Brody, um, our philosophy was not just dip the toe in the water. Let's let's have a proper crack. Um, so um, we rolled out the we rolled out the skipper as well. I think he was a fair bit more excited to meet him than me. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: take us into that pitch that involved Max Scorn because it's. For some people, it is difficult to see the two of them in the same team, but I'm fascinated that it was the skipper, who is the six-time All-Australian ruckman, leading the charge.
0: Yeah, no, it's easy for us to see him in the same team, Sarah. We're actually really, really excited by it. Um, With something like this, you know, we're we're really um, cognizant of keeping our leaders leaders aware of what's going on. Um, We want them invested in their footy club. Um, So we we didn't just say, hey, Max... We want to get Brady. like We had, a, you know, some good discussions with Max about how it would look, and, and he was really on board from the start. He was super excited and and happy to be happy to be involved in it. So you get two first rounders back for Luke Jackson. Uh, how did you see that play up? Sorry, had a bit of a technical difficulty there, Tim. We've got you. Can't, can't hear me. <laughs> maybe
1: maybe we might get back to Tim in a little may bit. We lost him. We'll get back to Tim in a little bit because still a lot to unpack when it comes Sorry. to Melbourne, but. I love, um, firstly, what was he calling him? Grody. 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 <laughs> Grody is catching on. But I'm so fascinated by Max Gorn leading that pitch. I guess if you're at Melbourne, you're not so fascinated by it because you know the character of the Ruckman and, and the premiership captain. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how it does work out Ooh. with the two of them in the team Russ.
0: Does one of them play forward? Does one of them play back? How does it operate? I, lo- I love Max Gorn when he drifts into the, the sort of the key defensive hole and, and sits as the, as the loose man behind the ball and does what, what Jake Lever does. I think we might be able to get back to Tim. I was just saying, Tim, you got, you got two first-rounders ultimately for Luke Jackson. How did, how did the negotiations play out there? Yeah, and don't forget we've got a future second yeah. in that deal as well. So, um, look, it's really hard with someone like Luke who, you know, we invested an enormous amount taking him at pick three in 2019. Um, he developed so well over a three-year period and, you know, he – He's going to be a great player for Fremantle. Um, he'll always be a Premiership player for us, hmm. Luke. So uh, he's always welcome back at the club. I look, look forward to having a beer with him at a reunion in 10 years' time. But um, yeah, so we were, you know, we really wanted to make sure we got more than just two first-rounders for Luke. Like it's it's really hard to get what you haven't got, and I think Freo worked diligently to, to try and try and satisfy us on that deal. And you know, Dave Walls was terrific. Um, they, they know they knew what they were getting. Um, yeah. So. To get two first rounders and a second round, I think it's not many. I don't think over history there's been many times where there's been two first rounders given and and not a second go back. So to walk into next year's draft with two firsts and two seconds into what um, I think the industry, and we certainly think it's a really strong draft, we're, we're really thrilled with, and part of our strategy with Luke was um, we want to replace the position, which we did with Brody, and then we've got to try and replace the elite talent, so um, now you know, Jason Taylor and the boys are really excited about the hands we hold over the next two seasons at the draft.
1: What about pick 13? Are you happy with what you see there?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Jase is pretty pumped with the sort of player we're going to get there. <laughs> He's ever the optimist, Jase, but... Um, no, we're, well, we're really lucky. He's, he's the best in the business, so we'll, we'll get a good player there.
1: So just before we let you go, any update with Lockie Hunter? There's been some suggestion around there. Yeah, there has been some
0: suggestion, but that's you know really sitting in sort of a no-man's land at the minute. Um, there's been no commitment from us and no commitment from the Bulldogs. So, yeah, I think that's probably unlikely at the moment.
1: Tim, thank you for joining us on Trade Radio. No worries. Thanks.